Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Enterprise Doctor Business Show. This is a much shorter episode than usual because I got offered the opportunity to chat with Sam Quek about parent pride and what that is will unfold for you in a minute and I grasped that opportunity because it seemed like a good idea to me. I found it interesting, I hope you do too. Without any further ado, here's the show. Hello, hello. Hello, Mark. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm very excited for this Marlowe FM. I used to be a Marlowe resident. <laughs> Did you? Yes. Okay. So I'll tell you, I'm sort of wearing two hats today. I, I do a business show on Marlowe FM and I also produce my own podcast, the mm-hmm. Enterprise Doctor Business Show, and I'll be putting the audio from this out on that podcast. And I'll tell you that there are two connections that you and i have one is extraordinarily tenuous oh. and the other one is a, a little bit better one is that i did watch you win the gold medal except i didn't quite we were on holiday in the states and there was an awful awful signal and we watched the whole match up to the last two minutes and oh. i had to phone people in england to say did we Brutal. win did we win <laughs> <laughs> good effort though yeah, over effort yeah, but I did watch it back another time. And the other is I live in Marlow and I regularly go to Bissom Abbey. Oh, nice. There are all the girls around there. Yeah. I haven't been back there since 2016. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's still very nice. It's still very it nice. I love Marlow. It was lovely. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I've been here more years than I care to remember. Um, in fact, I've been here nearly, I must have moved here pretty much when you were born, because I need to start by wishing you happy birthday for a week ago. Sorry, I missed it, but we didn't know each other then. <laughs> so let me sort of start the, the conversation proper. You've done this open letter um, on the subject of parent pride, and I'll tell you I am also a parent, so there's some crossover there. So for people who don't know what that is, I think a good place to start is tell us what the open letter says and why you wrote it. Yeah, sure. So together with Halibut Orange, um, we've decided to call an end to mum guilt. And we're going to focus on parent pride instead. So the little wins day in, day out that we, for some reason, choose to ignore. Hence the reason we all feel the parent guilt. Um, And part of the research from Halibut Orange was that 95% of UK mums feel mum guilt on a daily basis which is a lot of like mental effort and time to have those negative thoughts of how can you be a better mum? What should I have done better? What should I have done, which I've not? And I am one of them. So I know how it feels and it is exhausting and it can make you feel like a bad mum or a bad parent. That's why we've decided let's focus on the positives and the little wins day in, day out that we achieve to boost our kind of morale as a parent because we are smashing it. If they go to bed happy, if they're fed, if they're watered, they've got clean clothes on, then for me, that's a win. If you get out the house on time, you know, if, you know, they reach a milestone, if they say whatever it is that you see as a win, that's what we're talking about. That's the parent pride. Yeah, and... Count your blessings is a, an old expression. Like yeah. It has some relevance. And I think that being proud of being a parent is a really important thing because, you know, there's just so much that can go wrong. And when you get stuff right, it's it's good to be proud of those things. I know that you wrote 
uh, some time ago about how you felt going back to work so soon after I think your firstborn, and that is a challenge for a lot of mums who feel a responsibility to spend the time with the child, but also have a career and feel a responsibility to get back to that and also bringing some money in is a good thing for a lot of mums as well how do you feel about that challenge clearly you chose at that time to go back to work how do you feel about mums who choose to go back like you did um i think it's probably a lot of external and internal pressure for me, I remember being in a baby group with my firstborn, Molly. So she's, uh, yeah, two and a half. Um, and people are saying, oh, when are you going back to work? And I think, oh, well, I think it'll be about 16 weeks. And they were all so shocked. Like, oh my God, are you going to feel bad? How are you going to do the breastfeeding thing? And it was this unheard story of someone going back to work so soon. And it, it did make me feel bad. And it did make me question my decision. But ultimately, I also had to realise it was my choice. It was nobody else's choice. I enjoy and love my job. And also, you know what? Actually, it gave my husband to spend a bit of time with my daughter and have that bonding as well. And you make it work. And Tom is brilliant in doing as much as he can as being the best dad he can. Um, and then after Zach, who is one and a half, um, I went back presenting after eight weeks, which is nothing really. Um, but again, that was my choice because I knew that was the best decision for me and that's the best decision for my family. I think you have to have a happy mum to be the best mum that they can be to the parents because I know that when I'm mega stressed, if I've had no time to myself or I've just been constantly snowed under without any time to myself, that's when I can become a little bit grouchy, a little bit snappy, impatient, lose my temper a lot easier. And I don't want to be that person around my children. I want to be the happy, carefree, fun-loving, patient, come down to their level and understand them. And for me to be that person, that's me going to work. That's me having two hours on a Wednesday going to hockey. So that was really important to realise, especially when you've got the internal and external pressures of going back to work. But it's a case of don't judge other people on their decisions. They know what's best for their family. They know what's best for them. Um, and that's what we talk about when it comes to mum guilt. It can come intrinsically, extrinsically. And that's why if you focus on the positives of, oh, I'm, you know what, I'm going to go back to work because it makes me a better mum. I want to be a role model for my children. And actually for me to go back to work this week is because it will put me in a better position to enhance and, and push my career. So it's focusing on the positives and ending that mum guilt. So firstly, from a, a, a personal point of view, I 100% support the the right of every woman to make her own choice. For some, it is better to stay at home. For others, it's better to go back to work. And some make what they then find out to be the wrong choice for them, not the wrong choice, it's the wrong choice for them, and change it, you know, so either way. A lot of my listeners are people running small businesses. They'll employ women who, who go away, have a baby, and then either do or don't come back. For the ones who do come back to work, if, if somebody like me wants to be a good boss, a good manager, how do they best support a mother coming back who is coming back for all sorts of reasons, but part of the psyche is going to be thinking about the baby they left at home? How does, how does a company best look after those women? I think it's trusting your employee that they're making the best decision and when they're in the work environment, they're giving their all to be the best employee. They're not just there to tick a box, um, especially from my point of view. If I'm in work, I'm in work. I'm not there just to turn up, just to get, you know, to, to get the, the, the mark. 
Um, but also it's communication. I think if you create an environment where you are very open and honest in having conversations, and especially coming from a sporting background, I've been part of a team when actually the best teams are always about being open and honest. And sometimes that's harder because so, sometimes you'll have to have a conversation, which is hard because someone might not be pulling their weight or actually they're not hitting targets that they should be hitting. And more often than not, there's a reason behind that. And that's because something is happening elsewhere. And as soon as that conversation is had and there's an understanding and they've got, and we've said, listen, I didn't realize that was going on at home. You know, we're all here to support you. This is what we can do to help you. That's when you saw a change in behavior and performance levels or targets that were meant to be hit tend to go back to normal. Because the, I think sometimes in the workplace, we think that people are struggling because if, they want, if they're a mum. But then I also think, well, actually, no, it's not just mums, it's dads as well. I think you have to realize that it doesn't matter what background, what age, where you're from or what sex you are. I think everybody's entitled to be a person and everyone's entitled to bring up a, a child and a baby. And people have to allow for that. But at the same time, you shouldn't accept less than what the job expects of that person. And I think to get the perfect balance and the right harmony, again, coming from a pure team background and also being in the industry that I have and, and working where I have, it, it just comes down to communication. We're all human. I think issue we used to say stamp out the fires early because sometimes when you double guess what's going on in someone's head, that's when issues arrive. Uh, arrive. But again, just go with yeah. it. People are just trying their best. Yeah. And I think as someone, for someone who's a manager of business, they need to think commercially, but actually looking after your people, looking after your team, being supportive, uh, having some empathy, actually will pay a commercial dividend because you'll have happier, more committed staff, which can only be a benefit to a business. Yeah, definitely. Good. I'm going to say thank you very much for the opportunity to chat, Lovely. brief though it is. I'd just like to say, Sam Quick, MBE, Olympic gold medal winner, superstar of the TV. Oh, thank, thank you very you. much for your time. Appreciate Thanks for having it. me. And um, thank you to Marlo as well for being my home for 10 years while I was tra training at Bisham Abbey. So, yeah, hopefully if you see any of the hockey girls walking on the high street, give them a wave. <laughs>